This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thanks, Chris. All right, so uh, I want to start with, I'll start with Derek Carr. Derek Carr is officially a pro bowler Woo-woo. in Las Vegas Congratulations. as a Raider. Yep, but not going to be a Raider. Nope. Kind of a little awkward. No more. Is that a little awkward to you? Uh, it is awkward. Um, the The Pro Bowl has just become, and I know they're doing a new thing, and they're playing flag football and dodgeball or whatever the hell they're doing, and I know Peyton and Eli are involved, but, I mean, how many different players have to turn down this invitation uh, to wind up getting some of the guys that they've got? I mean, I the Pro Bowl is just not a thing won't be a thing, can't become a thing, it is over. I don't care if Eli and Peyton are involved. Um, very awkward that Derek Carr, who's no longer going to be a Raider, is going to be there wearing a Raiders uh, jersey or uniform or flag football outfit or whatever the hell it is. Uh, <laughs> but it, in, in the end, I don't, I don't know that it makes a huge difference. What do you think, Andy? Have you ever been to the uh, Pro Bowl? Oh, I used to go it? every year. Never. It is awful. <laughs> Yeah, I got sent there once for work, like, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago for ESPN, an assignment. It is brutal to sit through. It's so boring. So now, they're not even playing a real game this year. They're just playing a flag football game. You know what? I actually think the flag football game has the potential to be more exciting than pretending you're playing a tackle football game. Because if guys are less concerned about getting hurt, they might actually go more all out, have more fun. It could not possibly be any worse than what it had been. So yeah. I went, when I was living in Hawaii, I went to the Pro Bowl one time. I fell asleep at halftime. It was so bad. While you were there. While I was there. Wow. In the seats, watching. It it's was awful. Off, it's so, it's unwatchable. So I, I welcome the flag football adjustment. It could not possibly make it worse. I have just a high, just as high a percentage of watching with flag football as I did with regular football. <laughs> not it's just happen. not. It's just not going to happen. So you're not excited to see Tyler Huntley instead of uh, yeah, Josh Tyler Allen? Huntley in whose universe? Seriously, <laughs> in we, whose universe is he doing? a Pro Bowler? Yeah, ridiculous. What's up, fool? All right, so a guy named Eric Robinson, who's a PA for ESPN, put out on Twitter today, what sports. What sports event pre-Twitter, so July 2006, would cause chaos on the app if it existed then? Pre-2006. So something that would cause... Chaos on the app. Pre-2006. Yeah, so like... Um, Well, I have... uh, Let me see. Was the the USC-Texas Rose Bowl... That was 2006, right? Was that 2006? So July 2006, though, so it was probably January or December. So that yeah. game was insane. Yes, that okay. That would have. That would fit. Laker, that would fit. Lakers-Kings, 2002 oh. Western Conference Finals, Ooh. Game 7. Lakers-Blazers, 2000 Western Conference Finals, Game 7. Anything Tim Donaghy would probably go nuts. Oh, too. Tim Donaghy. That would have been ridiculous. The number of conspiracy theories and people making connect. Well, internet, uh, the the uh, Twitter is filled with detectives. I'm sure they would have found all kinds of wrinkles in that Tim Donaghy story. What do you think would have happened with the David Stern frozen envelope? David Stern frozen envelope. That would have been a big conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. David Stern frozen envelope. Um, I'm trying to think other stuff that would have lit. I mean, it could be up. anything. So, like, it could have happened in the 70s. Like, you can go back as far as you want. Well, I've always thought if, if Michael Jordan had played in the Twitter era, we would not think of him the same way. Oh, absolutely. It's a great not. point. If, we, if he had been around in the social media age and you saw everything going on with Michael, people would be complaining that he was out, you know, golfing on game golfing days and or gambling. Out on, right. And, and now, by the way, this stuff has so sunk into legend what Michael Jordan was like. You know, we still think of him as this psychopathic competitor who would never buddy-buddy with anybody, even though we all saw in The Last Dance he was doing the opposite. Like, we know for a fact 
He was buddy-budding with everyone, and people still won't accept it. Well, if you think about it, Jordan and why he went to play baseball would have been a massive conspiracy because everybody, I mean, there are lots of people that think, oh, he got in trouble gambling, so they sent him away for two years. He was on double secret probation. Think how big it back. was. Think how big the conspiracies were then oh, before yeah. social media. But amplify it by Twitter, and oh, yeah. it would have been just astounding. There would have been, it would have taken over Twitter. Well, just, I mean, just the flu game alone, people, if everybody was going crazy for Mahomes on a, on a hurt ankle was going crazy on Twitter, what do you think that would happen during the flu game? Yeah, yeah. No, Twitter really did change everything. And one of the things I think it did isn't necessarily a good thing. Nobody comes out of this untarnished. Uh, because of Twitter, nobody comes out of uh, their their careers untarnished. Nobody, there's there's always little dings that happen because of social media. Uh, social media has uh, has ruined the idea of an athlete having a pristine image. I think. I mean, in a lot of ways, technology ruins everything. Like the more you know about certain things, generally speaking, the less excited you are about it, the worse you feel about it. Like, you know, knowledge is power, but knowledge also takes you behind the curtain. And a lot of times it's like, it's better when the curtain's fully extended. What's up, fool? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so it's that time of year. Well, well check this out. Okay. Brenda asked me yesterday, are we throwing a Super Bowl party or are we going to a Super Bowl party? And she's like, and why do you even watch it if your team's not in it? And I said, this, only, this league only plays for 20 or 25 weeks out of the year. Why not watch it? So I'm used to having something in my place. But if I get invited to a party, like, should I just go to a party? Should I throw a party? Like, what do you expect out of Super I've never been to a Super Bowl party. Really? You've never been no, to one? No. I usually have it at my house or watch it with my dad. I've never been invited to your house for a Super Bowl party. No, but it's not a party. It's like a little family A little get-together where yeah. you cook and everything. Right. So I either my dad cooks, like, whatever, or I do some ceviche. So this time I'm getting invited to a couple of parties. Now, should I just avoid my dad and go to these parties? Can you not bring your dad? No. No, no. He wouldn't go anyway. Well, then, if he's not going to... Who's throwing the parties? Oh, just, you know, friends and, you know, other family members. What do you want to do? I really want to go somewhere this year. Okay. You just said your dad won't go. Right. Invite him. He's going to say no. Right. Then you got the out to do what (laughs) you want. Right. Then you've at least made the offer. Yeah, yeah, true that. True that. Um, Yeah, I I like a good Super Bowl party. I mean, it is... Have you you ever hosted a Super Bowl party, Mace? Never hosted one. I've been to some big ones. Never hosted one. I told this story earlier. Uh, Michelle Beadle used to throw gigantic Super Bowl parties, and we always had a blast over there. I remember being pursued by Beadle, who had a bottle of uh, Fireball, trying to get everybody to do a shot. Uh-huh. I mean, it was Oof. wild, wild parties. Uh, but I've not been to a Super Bowl party in a couple of years. It works, though, I think, socially, because there's so much going on. Everybody, some people want the commercials. Some people want the halftime. Some people want the squares. Everybody's competing on the squares and bets and all that kind of stuff. Super Bowl party's fun. I've not been invited to one this year and haven't been invited to one in a couple of years. Yeah, because of the pa- pandemic. Yeah, yep, the pandemic. Pandemic exactly. changed everything. Yep. What's up, fool? All right, so I got into a conversation with Travis before his show started today. He asked if I had started saving for Riley's college. The answer is Mm. yes, and I have some money put aside, but I'm also trying to save for a house. So which do you think is more important, the house or the college tuition, and how important is college nowadays based on what they want to be? Andy, your daughter is close to that. (laughs) Oh, she's She's never going to college. (laughs) 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 Who are we kidding? (laughs) Well, that's kind of the thing. Like, would you save for a house or would you save for the college? Sometimes I worry. It's really one or the other at this point. Sometimes I worry that I'm too far gone for a great investment in either. (laughs) Um, But in all honesty, I would say you should be saving for the house because- There could be a point where either the college tuition bubble bursts, because I think there's starting to become a realization that your investment just isn't worth it, nor is it worth going into that much debt for a degree that might not even dictate the career you have. And I don't know if the housing bubble is going to burst. I get concerned that it won't. Yeah. I mean, I think here's the thing with buying a house. Once you buy a house... It's an asset, yep. and then you can draw against the. So, for example, you could do. We're getting. I mean, I'm not Susie Orman here, but uh, <laughs> Who's, I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's a, she's a financial investment person, guru. Okay. Investment guru. So, uh, but one one thing you could do is you could withdraw equity from the house later to pay for Riley's college. Yeah. So you can kind of do both things at once, but. 
you know, it's kind of like once you get a house in LA, you're kind of in the game. So I, I think the house should be the priority. As for how important a degree is, you know, I can honestly say I don't use my, oh, well, I, I don't know. I majored in pop culture. So I guess maybe I did use my degree or am using my degree. Um, I, I think that, you know, your standard liberal arts degree, English degree, I mean, I don't know if those things are useful I don't anymore. even know if they check. Except, for, right, I don't think I've ever, nobody's ever checked to see I graduated like, from Bowling Green. There are certain things you have to get the degree for. Like, if you want to be a doctor, you're not going to be able to fake Lawyer. your way into medical a school. CPA. Law, yeah, CPA. If you're doing nothing that requires grad school, I don't know, actually, if you need to go to college. Like if you what really do you think Riley to. wants to do, Greg? She wants to do animation. So does my daughter. Yeah. She loves it. She's great Yeah, at my, it. my daughter, honestly, my biases aside, she's phenomenal for her age. Yeah, so do you go to college for animation? animation? She's picked out the college she wants to go to. It's an animation college in Osaka. In Osaka, oh, wow. In Osaka. For anime? Yes. Is she into anime? Yes. Oh, I Super. Should, give, me the, give me the information so I can give it to her. I Riley. will show you uh, some pictures during the break. Like, she's legit. I actually tweeted one out. Uh, at Cam Brothers, if people want to scroll through my timeline, and the response was like, damn, she's 11? Yeah, just retweet it, man. It's easier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah go to your timeline and scroll back. By the way, USC apparently has a very good animation program. You went to USC, Andy. Yeah, but not for animation. But not for animation. For acting, and, which yep. you use like All you're the using time. right now. Yeah. You're acting it, interested. It, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way in the hell Riley is going to USC for anything whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, so. no, she should go to SC. 100% not happening. Oh, that would be so great. She'd be disowned. What's that, fool? <laughs> <laughs> well, then then you wouldn't feel so bad about the mug. No, don't you dare. No, oh, you brought up a mug oh, again. On, I'm angry man. again. I'm, it's yeah. a callback <laughs> joke. It's a callback <laughs> joke. It doesn't Andy. feel like a joke anymore. It feels really sad. Yeah, it's mocking sad. It, man. Come on. I am sad. We're going to we're going to work on this. We're going to solve this problem somehow. How are you going to get a 3-year-old handprint from Ryan? Well, okay. There's no way to People the are problem giving, is unsolvable. People gonna, are giving me options on Twitter, but yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, weird. Crypto Ray in the Mason and uh, Ireland Mafia suggested I guess you can look with a blue light for the outline of oh. the handprint and then have it put back on. I mean, I'll check it out. That's an idea. Little extra work, but no, that's an idea yeah, to maybe save it. the handprint. Yeah, yeah. I think Riley's worth the work. R Riley is worth the work, so I yes. will look into it. What's up, fool? All right, so this is the this will probably be the last one, unless you want another one. Doesn't matter. Um, there is a list out that says which NBA fans are the most stressed watching their team based upon a percentage of negative tweets. I'm gonna okay. give you a hint. I'll give you. You can do the top five or top ten, whatever you want. There's only the top ten. The Lakers are not on there. Shocking. Not me. on the list. If they're not, which is absolutely shocking to me. I'm on Lakers Twitter. It is absolute madness. Oh, it is crazy. Yeah. So, get top ten fan bases. You can only do the top five if you want. And this is N this is NBA. This is NBA percentage of negative tweets only NBA. Okay, I'm guessing the Knicks. The Knicks are number two at thirty one point seven percent. Who else is a? I'm really gonna say negative this year the Warriors. Base. The Warriors are number three at thirty point one percent. You're absolutely right. Yeah, especially this year. They're supposed to be good, and they're not great. Knicks, Warriors, um, Boston. Damn. Um. What about the Raptors? The Raptors are They've not been awful on this there. year. Not and on there. They're so. also they're a very enthusiastic fan base. Uh, Hawks. The Hawks are on there. They're ten nine eight seventh with twenty six percent. Seventh. Uh, the Celtics. Not on here. Not Where, on. What's there. there to complain about with them? Yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot they're to really about. There. They're really good, even when they you know win games by bad officiating. Denver. <laughs> Denver. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Denver. Denver's number nine. Twenty five point five percent. Yeah. Denver. The hell are they mad about? Dallas. How about Dallas? <laughs> Dallas not on here. So that's three. So the number number one team, and by a decent amount, thirty two point four percent. Miami Heat. The oh, Miami, Miami Heat fan base is the angriest, most stressed watching team. Then it's uh, then it's the Knicks, the Warriors, the Seventy Sixers are on there. The Wizards, which who cares about the Wizards? <laughs> the Bulls, the Hawks, the Nets, Brooklyn Nets at number eight, and then Nuggets and Timberwolves at number ten. How do they measure this stuff? Uh, it's analyzing 75,000 tweets for negative sentiment. Replay Poker ranked the top 10 NBA teams. Okay. There you go. There What's you go. that, fool?
Do you want another one or are you done? Yeah, do one more. All right, let's do one more. Yeah, you're on a roll. All right. Do you want to do a a, a random tweet that I saw from someone or Jaron Jackson Jr.? Let's go random tweet. tweet. Random tweet. All right, so someone named Simone Fi, F-I-I-I, three I's, on Twitter put this out. Also, it said, what is, and we were kind of talking about conspiracy theories, what is a conspiracy theory that you genuinely believe in, whether there is concrete evidence or not? Okay. Conspiracy theory that I believe in believe in whether there's evidence or not it doesn't matter it's just something you totally believe in like the the knicks getting the number one pick because of the frozen (laughs) okay uh i believe that for several years after the chris paul deal was rescinded for hashtag basketball reasons hashtag never forget the league the league the nba rigged the draft lottery for several years in a row so the lakers could get the likes of Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, three number two picks in a row. Why? Because A, the league realized that they overstepped their boundaries and screwed the Lakers over when it came to the Chris Paul deal, and also because they came to realize the league is in a better position when the Lakers are good, and they were trying to accelerate that. So it was both altruistic and totally selfish. No evidence of this whatsoever. I firmly believe it. Okay, I do believe, and we talked about this, I do believe that Michael Jordan was sent away from basketball to play baseball for a couple of years to cool off after some sort of gambling thing. Again, I don't know, aside from rumor, I, I don't have any proof of that, but that to me feels real. In terms of major conspiracies, Andy, do you believe there's uh, some conspiracy to hide information about uh unidentified aerial phenomena. We're supposed to call them AEPs now and not UFOs. Absolutely. I mean, they've come out and said that there have been UFOs and things like that. I mean, that's become basically a known fact at this point. So you you have to figure there's still information that they're sitting on. What about JFK? Ireland is a big believer that there was someone on the grassy knoll. 100%. Yeah. I 100% disagree. Absolutely I not. don't believe there was something somebody on the grassy knoll. I've been to, uh, I think it's called Dealey Plaza. I've stood. It's weird. They've got a museum there. You can actually stand in the window uh, where Lee Harvey Oswald uh, was was uh, at, at the point of the assassination. I I he was shooting from behind back, and went into, back, the back into the left. Exactly. Back into, into the, the left. It's the magic bullet. But that's not how that works. You get it shot in the back of the so head. You're going to go forward. Close. It is so. Close. It's not far away that uh, that he took that shot. But it's still the physics don't work, <laughs> right. regardless you, of the distance. You go what forward. A, that, why has there not been, after all these years and everything declassified and all that stuff, why has there well, not been everything declassified evidence? that we know of. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're right. That is an unfounded conspiracy. That's a good one. Yeah, because it's real and it's actually yeah, how it is. It, a conspiracy there was a and there is no gunman. evidence for it at all. 100%. Right. What's up, fool? All right, there you have it. There's what's up, fool. Area uh, 51. Area 51. Ooh, See, now, Area 51, I don't believe it's a conspiracy. I think that's where they fly. Uh, the, they test planes that are, like, state-of-the-art and ones that we've never seen before. It's an area for testing fancy new technology. Mm-hmm. I don't think UFOs are there. Well, that's the whole conspiracy theory exactly. is that the aliens are there. They don't want you near there. There is, by the way, a conspiracy that... The aliens from Roswell in, I think it was 1951, the bodies of the aliens were brought to Dayton, Ohio and Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, and they are stored in like Hangar 19 or something like that. I actually think I got that story right. Uh, 1951, Roswell, alien bodies transported, Dayton, Ohio, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Hangar 19. Well, remember in Men in Black when Tommy Lee Jones brings Will Smith into the Men in Black fold and he explains to them, a person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. That's why they have to keep some of this under wraps, Mace. We as a population can't handle it. By the way, it is exactly Hangar 18, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. That's where they are reportedly... The Area 51 aliens are now in Hangar 18, so lots of numbers there. Do you believe All this right. one on the YouTube? Casper Villa says Benet, John Benet Ramsey is Katy Perry. Yeah, I've heard this one. I think this one's ridiculous. <laughs> what about Lindsay, the- Lindsay's big on this one. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense. What do you think of the one that uh, Paul McCartney is actually dead? Don't, don't agree. I've seen him wandering around on stage well, with a guitar. They made another one. 
he they died. Made he, di- he died. Paul he, they, he died, and somebody else came in, took his spot, and became Paul McCartney. You're He's not the original about Paul McCartney. During the days of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul is dead. Yeah, right. Paul is dead. Yeah. Apparently, if you took some album and you played it backwards, it kept dead. saying Paul is dead. Paul is. But dead. But there's a Paul whole thing dead. like he was shorter than everybody, and then in later years, then he started getting taller than everybody. He's a different guy. Different human being. Yes. This stuff, Paul by McCartney. the way, it, we've already seen it actually with uh, Damar Hamlin, like in, in the age of deep fakes oh. and AI, oh, that's, no. like these conspiracy theories are going to start getting insane. Yeah, they are ridiculous. And no matter how clearly disproved they are, people are still going to buy into it. I mean, that's part of what makes conspiracy theories work is they don't have to follow logic. And as long as you don't need logic or proof, you can make the argument for anything. I mean, like, look, at, we do this on the show all the time. Like, we, we have to often, you know, take counterpoints or think about something from a different angle that I'm not saying we're, like, making up conflict, but you have to sometimes think about it in a way that's, you know, devil's advocate Conspiracy theories are, in a lot of ways, just devil's advocate on steroids. Yeah, and everybody's been down that, you know, the, the proverbial rabbit hole on some subject where you start, oh, that story leads you to this story, leads you to this story, and all of a sudden you're believing something crazy. The internet is good at that. Do you have any family members who are conspiracy theorists? Like, I have in-laws, like part, part of my wife's family. Yep. There's a section of them that are conspiracy theorists. It's crazy. Bacabras. <laughs> Crazy talking did, with them. Uh, Jorge, did you say chupacabras? Yeah, chupacabras. Oh, that, yeah. I wish it were limited to something like that. <laughs> That's harmless. Yeah. It's, it's, you cannot reason with them at all. It's wild. All right. Uh, there you have it. There's How your about what's Bigfoot? up, fool. I'm just playing. Yeah, Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm lots right, let's, go, let's go. This is an honest God true story. So when I was going to Europe for the first time, I was probably 19 years old. And I said, okay, now I could go to anywhere in Europe. I was going to backpack, right? Could go anywhere in Europe, but I was fascinated by the Loch Ness Monster. So I went to Scotland, I went to Loch Ness, and I looked for the monster, didn't find it. Had a really good trip, uh, but that legitimately the reason I went to Inverness, Scotland, was to go out onto Loch Ness. Saw nothing, but everybody on that boat was holding their camera ready just Mm -hmm. in case uh, we saw Nessie. All right, coming up next for you, Mike Greenberg hates the new Twitter. Uh, and the states in this country where they do the most drinking. That's coming up next for you. We're working our way towards 3 o'clock. Pre-Wisley, Lakers at Madison Square Garden tonight versus the Knicks. Uh, LeBron will be on the floor tonight after taking last night off. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Off Twitter here, you can always tweet us at Venice Mace at Cam... Cam Brothers? Brothers. Cam Brothers. Cam Brothers, yeah. I get confused because it's bros and then it's brothers on Twitter. No. Hey, aren't you the guy who does the Lakers dance, dance party, party hoedown on, on your on phone? Your phone? Cam Bros was this unfortunate woman who lived in Florida, or may still, I don't know, named Kathy Ambrose, who used to hear all the time on Twitter from people who hate me or Brian or angry about something we wrote or said on the show (laughs) or whatever, and they would flood her with angry comments. I think she she deactivated her account because of us. Because of you. Yeah. uh, Crypto Ray tweets, OJ White Bronco Chase would have been something on Twitter. It would have broke Twitter. Oh. Oh, my. That would have absolutely broken Twitter. Oh, my. Yeah. 
Yeah. So weird. I was in New York doing a show when that was going on, and I lived in Westwood at the time, and I was watching the Bronco like weave in and out of neighborhoods I knew, but I was in New York watching it. It was a weird sensation. It was a crazy time to be in L.A. Like, that was just nuts. That would have broken Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rusty11870, USC tuition is 179000 a year. Is that right? I have no idea. How much was Private. your tuition, Andy? Uh, I have no idea. One hundred seventy-nine k a year. I can promise you that. Ballpark it. I I honestly don't know. I mean, it was so long ago. I honestly don't know. Lots of recommendations for hoodies. Uh, check out Essentials hoodies. Uh, the reason why um, Supreme is an expensive brand is because of the fabric they use. Uh, check out Rue Porter, LA-based streetwear company that's affordable. I'm all about affordable. Uh, Expensive-looking hoodies are Sedano's forte. Don't think Venice Mace can get away from the Unabomber look if he tried. Hey! I think. Nice. See, I think if you start wearing some hoodies that are a little more fitted, you can tell that the fabric's nice, I think all of a sudden you turn your look from schlubby to something pretty desirable okay i'm thinking about it i'm how, thinking about how about it. this one spencer g says malice at the palace on twitter oh, oh that one would have gone crazy that would have gone nuts. that night was surreal that was just great like watching did you watch that in real time because i did no i did not watch it in real time watching that in real time was just bonkers i remember i was watching a laker game and it either cut into it or cut away from it something like that but you went from this laker game to that and like you had never seen anything like that before it never. was nuts yeah no that's crazy yeah and that would have broken twitter also yeah no doubt all right so speaking of twitter mike greenberg who's the host of get up went on i don't know if this was from his radio show or from the tv show you know i watch a certain number of shows every day uh that are espn shows um and i never know exactly where these things come from but this ESPN is mike Plus. greenberg what, say it again? ESPN Plus. <laughs> uh, it, this is from, okay, yeah, you're right. It's from ESPN Plus. That's good. I know um, I'm not that smart. Uh, go ahead and hit it. This is what Mike Greenberg says about Twitter. I know I'm not that smart. I don't claim to be that smart. I'm a sports announcer. I'm not a technical person. I'm, I don't know anything about anything. I don't know algorithms or anything else. But I know that Twitter was something that I really enjoyed. We sit here during commercial breaks on this radio show, and I would just glance at Twitter, and it would keep my mind occupied until we come back on the air. And now I glance at Twitter, and I don't know what I'm looking at. All I'm seeing are things that are trending. I don't know why they're trending. There's no explanation as to why they're trending. I'm also getting sent into my timeline things that are two and three days old and or I'm getting things from accounts I've never heard of talking about things I couldn't care less about. Someone's selling me a T-shirt that says, Dear Mom, great job, we're awesome. What the hell is that? <laughs> what is going on? When did this happen and why? Okay. Why? Let's, They've let's taken a good thing and made it terrible. Have you noticed any so, change? That's just in my little momentary thought on that. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Okay, <laughs> Progressive Insurance, that takes. So have you noticed anything different about Twitter? What made Greenberg lose his mind on this? Absolutely. Yeah, you have. What's happening? I, I've experienced a lot of the same thing he's talking about. There are times where I can tell I'm seeing tweets because they are clearly through the algorithm – it seemed like they are recommended for me or something they think I will want. I'm actually not seeing as much of what I used to go to Twitter for in the first place. I'm seeing ad recommendations for me that clearly the algorithm's getting this wrong because it's nothing I'm interested in at all. Like it's So it, why am I not seeing any of this? I don't notice any difference whatsoever. I hear people complain about it. I don't notice any difference. Bergman, do you notice any difference so on Twitter? So are you going to for you? Are you in the for you section or the following section? Because there's two sections now. If you're in the, I'm for, in the for you section. Okay, so the oh for you. Oh, my God. Look at Andy Kamenitsky's glorious hair. <laughs> right. I so, know. <laughs> so I know. for you is, for is algorithm, and it's they kind of put what they think you want. The following is all in and. Time order. Everything is there. It'll say 33 seconds, one minute, three minutes. It's all in order, which you're normally used to. Stay on following. Don't be in for you. For you is what they want you to see. Okay. Oh, that's the algorithm. Okay. Yes. So go all to right. following. Then everything will be there time stamped. Okay. You know what? I'm going to stay in following for a couple days because I'm going to be uh, here <laughs> later in the week. Yeah. I'll report back. Okay. Yeah. But just yeah. make sure okay. when you do it, it's when you open up the app again, it's going to go directly to for you. So okay. you have to click back to following. Sometimes okay. it says all. And then for you and 
and then following. How come it changes on the daily? All. Yeah, sometimes I get. I'll, I'll oh no, it. you're in, you're in notifications. Well, that I've de- got for you or following. Yeah, only stay in following. That. It so also you're dep- saying if you put it on following, you're not victim to the algorithm. Correct. You're only going to see the people who in okay. order. Everybody that you follow in order will go oh, up. I but it gets different house. though if you're using TweetDeck, like as opposed to know. your phone, because TweetDeck the the headings are all verified or mentioned. Well, that's your notifications. I just don't all verified okay, mentions no, okay, notifications. You're correct. You're correct. So just following versus for you. Yes. Stay okay. in the following. Okay. Okay. Got it. Sorry, Greeny. I don't know what they're doing to you. <laughs> we fixed but you, Greeny. There you go. Fixed you. That's we what you got to do. All right. Coming up next, what states drink the most? I could probably give you five guesses and you will not figure it out, but we'll do that uh, coming up next for you. Uh, plus, how Chad Ochocinco has so much money. Uh, That's also coming up for you next. And then we got Game of Games. It is Andy's game today. We're starting a brand new month since Bergman won the month of January. Yeah, I did. That's 10K in my pocket. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, how many do you think uh, LeBron goes for tonight at Madison Square Garden, Andy? 37. 37. 45. You think 45. Now, here's the thing. If he scores 45, it may mean, because the schedule goes Madison Square Garden, then Indiana, then New Orleans, and home to Oklahoma City. We kind of have Oklahoma City circled as the game where he would pass. If he scored 47 tonight, he might wind up setting the record at New Orleans or at Indiana. Do you think he's playing the chessboard that carefully? I don't know. What do you think? Don't I, you think he'd like to do it at home as opposed to on the road? If it's not if it's not at home, I would think he'd want to do it in Milwaukee because that's where Kareem's career began. It, it, Milwaukee right, would but be Milwaukee's home. a home game. Oh, oh, so I, it goes at Madison Square Garden, at Indiana, at New Orleans, home OKC, and home Milwaukee. Okay, I, I apologize. You're I on a call it, sheet for that one. We got I, your credential. <laughs> I also like, thought you did a Laker, you know, post game and a Laker talk show. I, look, phone, I you know. know that they played the Bucks. I forgot <laughs> where it was. There's been a lot of games to keep track of. I'd like to defend him. He is not as smart since he lost all his hair. No, no. All, all of the smarts was contained in that hair. Uh, that picture, by the way, Samson. is stunning. I know your hair. I know. I mean, look you were at playing it. guitar. Were you the bass, a? That's the bass. The bass. I oh, was bass. not good. I was not good at all. There was a period where I was trying to learn it. Got it. not good. Okay, so what state drinks the most is the question. And there is an actual study uh, that is out in terms of uh, uh, drinking the most. And there is almost uh, four four gallons per person in the leading state. Do you have any idea what state in America drinks the most? Is it per population? It's per person. Nevada. Nevada is definitely there. Nevada is number four. So you're close. Okay. Give me Wisconsin. Wisconsin for 100. Number eight. Okay. And how about Texas? Texas, well down the list, actually. Really? Texas, they don't oh. drink. Yeah, number 26. Oh, I guess it depends on the area. Massachusetts. Massachusetts, not on the list. Okay, uh-huh. I gave you all the about- guesses. But take one more. Wyoming. You're right in going to states that are in the middle of nowhere. Wyoming is number 11. In the state Ohio. of New Hampshire, Maine. they drink almost Vermont. five gallons of alcohol per person per year. Now, that seems like a lot. Five gallons? Almost five gallons per 
person per year. You know what? I'm thinking about this like in terms of milk jug gallons, picturing that with booze. Maybe it says something about me. Doesn't seem like that much. <laughs> Doesn't seem like that much. No. Well, I mean, it's it's an average, right? Like how much? A day. A- how many gallons of uh, alcohol do you think you drink a year? Um, not five gallons, but there have been periods where I certainly was the five gallon. There were certainly periods where five gallons would have seemed like a light year for me. Jorge, do you think you drink five gallons of alcohol a year? If not more, yeah. If not more, <laughs> yeah. Like if you think yeah. about it in the milk jugs, it doesn't seem like that much, does it? No, but if you think of it as those water jugs, you know, like those big water, those blue water, yeah. Yeah, those like big, ga- I mean, a gallon of liquor is a lot. Um, Bergman, do you think you drink five gallons of alcohol a year? Absolutely not. I only drink socially, and that's just not enough to, to make You that never much. drink by yourself? I re- refuse to drink by oh, myself. Oh, that's so fine. Come on, man. No, what's, what's wrong with drinking by yourself? There's, no, there's nothing wrong with it. I just won't do it. Like, I'm not going to sit at my house and, and drink because I have, what's the point? Like, I'm Don't not you g- want a little buzz? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I had a 12-pack during the Niner loss. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really, you know, my heart was really going out to you. During that game. Yeah, right. I felt really bad. (laughs) Now Tom Brady apparently is going to wind up the quarterback in San Francisco. Oh, no. Please, no. (laughs) Uh, Everybody's talking about it uh, because Brock Purdy is not going to be ready. He's like six months away uh, after the uh, surgery for the uh, ulnar collateral ligament, which is basically – that's generally a baseball injury. Yeah, it's Tommy John surgery. It's Tommy John surgery. So the – and Jimmy Garoppolo, they don't have the right to franchise, and he's a free agent. And Trey Lance, they don't think is ready. So Tom Brady would go home and play for the 49ers. He's from up there. Jorge, as a Niners fan, you would be against that? Yeah, I don't – don't. yeah. I don't want Brady over here. Really? Really? Uh, For what? He's going to do the same thing as he did in Tampa this year. Well, I mean, he had other issues in Tampa. He still nah. threw for a bunch of yards. Nah, he's not. Nah. I mean, if you think the Niners are really close, Brady doesn't necessarily have to be that great. With he McCaffrey yeah. and, and Debo, Debo Samuel, Kittle, like, he doesn't actually, Elijah Mitchell, if he's healthy, he doesn't have to be that nah, great. I'll keep Josh Johnson. <laughs> Just yeah, Josh Johnson. <laughs> Who shined in that game. Okay, well, let me get one more thing here before we go to uh, Game of Games. Um, very interesting. I always talk about athletes, and in, in my life, I respect money, right? Like we were talking about $300 hoodies or whatever. I'm never buying a $300 hoodie. I, I respect money a lot. And athletes, you know, we know instances where athletes – certainly have not respected money and gotten themselves into problems. So Chad Ochocinco was on Shannon Sharp's podcast, and he talked about the ways that he saved money over the years. Listen to this. I want to make enough money I can fly, 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 fly private? Yeah. Shh. I ain't flying private. I, spirit. Put me on spirit. Exit row. Window seat. That's all I need. As long as I get from point A to point B. I don't need private. Athletes more so. If you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, there's your value. Wow. My name itself, Ocho Cinco at one point, even still to this day, is bigger than... Why am I driving a Ferrari? Why am I driving a Rolls Royce and I'm Ocho? Oh, we talk about jewelry and watches and chains. Never bought real anything when I was playing. Never. What was the point? I went to Claire's. For all all you do. Yes. For what? What am I doing it for? The women... Don't deal with you anyway because of who you are. Right. And then the other women who are really doing their homework, don't Google how much you're making already. Right. Why am I buying a $50,000 watch, $80,000 watch? What time is it real quick, please? It's uh, 20 minutes to four. How much that cost me? It didn't cost you nothing. Because time is There you go. Cost him nothing. So uh, this is interesting. So he's saying, and I don't think he's necessarily really flying spirit, because... <laughs> I, and by the way, if you fly Spirit, more power to you. Um, I, it's not my first choice of airlines, or second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth choice of airlines. <laughs> um, but he said, you know, why drive a Ferrari? It's true. If you're Ocho Cinco and you've got a big name, why do you need a fancy car? Why do you actually need a fifty thousand dollar watch when you can wear something cheap or a jewelry and a necklace that isn't real diamond? Uh, it's a way to save money and still look like you're spending money. This is my thing when it comes to those type of like 
huge money purchases. Yep. Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for them? Like if you're doing it for you, if you're really into cars, you just always loved cars and you start collecting really expensive sports cars. Right. Because that's just your thing for you. Fine. If you're doing it because you want everybody to know that you've got that kind of money and you want to make sure you're wearing your money, like Floyd Mayweather style. Oh, well, he's just grabbing handfuls of cash right. and waving it on sidelines of NBA right. games. Like, to me, that, you know, I mean, if you want to do it, more power to you, I guess. To me, that's just insecure and lame. Like, if you're doing it for you, great. And if you happen to have expensive tastes in something, great. But if you're doing it for everybody else, like Ocho Cinco said, everyone knows you're rich. You don't have to prove it. Right. And and he's as he's saying, you know, women still, you know, interested in Ocho Cinco because of who he was, not because he's got a really, really expensive piece of jewelry on. No, they they assume he's rich. Years ago, I did a profile of Ron Artest. Mm-hmm. It was right before uh the Christmas game. Remember he raffled off his championship his ring. His championship ring, yeah, for, to raise uh, money for mental health yeah, uh, awareness. Yeah, and I, I did a profile of him, and one of the stories he told me was when he thought he was going to be re-signing with the Rockets and it ended up uh, that fell through and he, he signed with the Lakers, he had had this big plan where he was going to take a bunch of friends to a strip club and make $500,000 rain. He was going to take half a million really? dollars in cash and just make it rain essentially because he could. And that was part of the re-signing with Houston plan, but that ended up falling through and then he ended up signing with the Lakers and it didn't end up happening. And I asked him, like, you know, how do you feel about that now, like a year removed from it? And he's like, that would have been so stupid. He's like, it would have been such, he's like, it would have been such step backwards for me in terms of the progress I've made as a person. Yeah. He just would have been dumb. Yeah, respecting money is a real thing. I mean, I think all professional sports leagues should uh, have some program where they're educating athletes about how to spend their money because it's a lot of money to get all at once, and I think it's probably pretty easy to screw it up. All right, Game of Games is coming up next for you. It is Andy Kamenitsky's game, Mason Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, and right now we are officially coast-to-coast. Me, Andy Bergman, Jorge in Los Angeles, Michael Thompson, and John Ireland joining us from Madison Square Garden in New York. Guys, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? All is good, man. So Bergman wrapped up the month yesterday, unfortunately. Sure did, John. Well, then why are we playing? It's the first day of February. All right. We're starting a new month. <laughs> you could have played yesterday. I asked. I know I couldn't. We we yeah. were stuck. It took us. I'm not kidding you guys. Michael, how far was the hotel from the arena? About a mile and a half? About two and a half miles. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can yeah. you guys hear me? Yeah. About, uh, it took us 48 minutes to get there. It wow. took us 48 minutes to go two and a half miles. Why don't you walk? Uh, well, Adrian Garcia would have walked, you yeah. know, back in the day. But, yeah, uh, yeah next year maybe. Okay, it's Andy's game today. Andy, give us a uh, sneak preview here. Tell us what the game is about. Uh, first of all, who's playing in it? Are, are uh, five me, Bergman, Jorge, Ireland, Michael Thompson. Okay, great. So today is the 31st of January, and the most famous 31, at least to me, is the 31 in Baskin-Robbins 31 Flavors Ice Cream Shop. The first was launched in 1945 by Irvin Robbins, Irvin Robbins and Burt Baskin. Since then, they've opened up over 8,000 locations in 50 countries. So with that in mind, we're going to play some Baskin and Robbins trivia. Okay. okay. Is it multiple choice? Multiple choice. Okay. What was the relationship between Irving Robbins and Burton Baskin? Childhood friends, co-workers in a different industry, or brothers-in-law? Childhood friends, go. co-workers, brothers-in-law. I'm going childhood friends. Bergman? Childhood friends. Uh, Jorge? Co-workers. Co-workers. Uh, Ireland? Co-workers. Co-workers. And Michael Thompson? Michael? What? Can you not hear him? No. All right, he, Michael's out. Okay, okay. Michael's out. You're yeah. all, all right, we've already eliminated one. Yep. <laughs> You're all wrong. They wrong. were brothers-in-law. Wow. Robin's sister was married to Baskin. The two initially jumped into the ice cream industry with separate businesses. Robin's opened his first ice cream shop in Glendale. What was it called? Snowbird, Ice Cream Castle, or Nice Dreams? Snowbird, Ice Cream Castle, or Nice Dreams? All right, Bergen? Michael's back. What do you think? Ice Cream Castle. Ice Cream Castle. Okay. Um, 
Bergman. Snow dreams. Snow dreams. You mean s- snowbird or nice snowbird. dreams? Snowbird. Snowbird. Oh, I put wow. two of them together. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, gaming Jorge. the system right there. Uh, the castle one. Castle. Castle. Uh, Ireland. Uh, the one with dreams. Dreams. And I'll say the one with castle. Snowbird is the correct hey, answer. We all Greg? It again? No, no, I got Bergman it. Bergman got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Ice Cream Castle was the name of an album by the time, and Nice Dreams was a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> I knew yeah, I'd heard that somewhere. Yeah, they they played weed dealers who were pretending to be ice cream makers. Yeah. Okay, excellent. <laughs> that explains that. California that. was the first state to feature a Baskin Robbins. What was the second state? Oregon, Arizona, or Nevada? Oregon, Arizona, or Nevada? Jorge. Oregon. Oregon. Uh, Ireland. Nevada. Nevada. Michael. Oregon. Oregon. Uh, me, Nevada. And Bergman. Arizona. Arizona. Bergman up yeah. two to nothing over the crowd. Wow, Arizona, the, rich get richer. the second state. In the ever-expanding uh, ice cream empire, they eventually reached Moscow. What ice cream did they create to commemorate this momentous event going to Moscow for Baskin-Robbins? Did they create a flavor called Bits of Blini, Creamy Kremlin, or Gorba Chocolate? Bits of Blini, Creamy Kremlin, or Gorba Chocolate? Uh, Ireland. Moscow, Idaho, or Russia? Russia. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are two of them. True. Ireland, which one do you choose? Uh, Creamy Kremlin. Um, Michael. Gorbach- the one with Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Chocolate. I also say it's Gorbachev Chocolate. Bergman. Bits of Blini. Blini. And Jorge. Uh, the second one. Uh, creamy Kremlin? Yeah. Gorbachev Chocolate. Michael, oh, is- Michael and Mason Michael. are on the board. Yes. And, and Mace on the board as well. Which of these former presidents once worked at a Baskin Robbins? Mm. Barack Obama, George W. Bush, or Bill Clinton? Barack Obama, George W. Bush, or Bill Clinton? Uh, I'll, uh, Michael, you're first. Well, it wasn't Bush because he came from a rich family. Barack was hanging out in Hawaii, so I'm going to go with uh, Clinton because he looks like he likes ice cream. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and he did food. probably eat a lot of ice cream. I'm also going Bill Clinton. Bergman. Yeah, Clinton. Clinton. Uh, Jorge. Obama. Obama. And Ireland. Clinton. Clinton. Jorge on the yeah, board. Barack Jorge. Obama yeah. once worked at Baskin Robbins. Other famous folks who worked there include Julia Roberts, Rosie O'Donnell, Randy Quaid and Bobby Flay. Which okay, so I've got a Bergman two, Mason one, Jorge one, Ireland one, Michael Thompson one. Yeah, I don't have any. Oh wait, yes, you're correct. You have none. Oh, I, I have none. Uh, Ma- uh, Michael, Mason, and Jorge have one, and Greg has two. Okay. okay. Which rapper appeared in a Baskin Robbins commercial as a two-year-old? Tupac Shakur, Diddy. Or Ad Rock from the Beastie Boys? Tupac, Diddy, or Ad Rock from the Beastie Boys? I will say Ad Rock from the Beastie Boys. Bergman. Yeah, Ad Rock. Uh, Jorge. Tupac. Tupac. Uh, Ireland. I think it's the guy from the Beastie Boys because that's too weird to come up it with is, as a choice. It is. Michael? Yeah, I'm going with the guy from the Beastie Boys. Beastie. You're all wrong. It was Diddy. Diddy, Diddy. Wow. was in a Baskin Robbins commercial as a two year old. Um, okay, so we've got to play. we got to play one more. Uh, Bergman's got the lead. He's got to go first. Okay. Is there, is there only one more? Um, I've got a couple more if you need them. Hey, are we're, we up the clock we're up or against what they call the, the hard out or whatever okay. the hell that is. All right, then I'm out. Go ahead. Okay. How many of the top five selling Baskin-Robbins flavors feature chocolate? Three, four, or five of the top five selling Baskin-Robbins flavors feature chocolate? Bergman. Three, four, or five? Mm-hmm. Four. Four. Jorge. Five. Five. Um, Michael Thompson. I'll say five. Five. I will also say five. You're all wrong. It's three. Oh! The top. Oh, that, means, that means Bergman wins. The hey, top five wins. are I'll vanilla, chocolate, mint chocolate chip, pralines and cream, and chocolate chip. Wow, Bergman is on a Rocky roll Road. right now. Now yes, he's up one nothing sir. in the month of February. Rocky Road is chocolate. There you have it. All right, there you have How it. many There's flavors? Nice, nice game, Andy. There have been over 1,300 flavors since the inception of Baskin Robbins. Over 1,300. Jeez. Wow. Um, all right, so, uh, so guys, uh, how game, many Andy. is LeBron going to score you. tonight? Well, he's got to pace himself because he wants to break the record in 
L.A. And plus, he's going to get a lot of help tonight in scoring from a bunch of guys who score, who can score. So he doesn't have to go. Even when he wants to put on a show, he'll go for like 30 tonight. This is to save himself to make sure he can break the record in L.A. Ireland, is that what's going on? Is he going to kind of preserve? the? Because he's got a number of road games coming up if he went big tonight. Yeah, no, he's, he's going to score 38. Which because will put him on him. pace to break the record, I think, score that against no, Oklahoma City. Yeah, they, well, AD hasn't been scoring. I'll say 38. What? AD had 20-something in Boston in 20 minutes. He had 21. Well, there you go. That's scoring, Ireland. <laughs> what, do you want to just get 50 in his first game back? Uh, how many did LeBron have in Boston? Well, he had – 40 because he wanted to put on a show, but exactly. now he's so he doesn't s- want to put on a show in no. the world's most famous no, arena. No, because he wants to break the record in LA. Yeah, what is more important, putting on a show at Madison Square Garden or, or breaking the record in LA? That's right, Ireland. Well, both things can happen. I mean, he would have to score if he averages his regular average, which is 30 a game for this year. Um, he would break it in LA uh, for the first time against Oklahoma City. And if he averages 27, which is his career average, he would break it against Milwaukee. So you would have to have like four 40-point games. Or now there's three games left on this trip. Three 40-point um, games to do it on this trip, which I don't think he's going to do. Um, quick thought on uh, what happened at the end of that game on Saturday. I, you know, inexcusable missed call. Oh, big deal. Get over it. It happens. Get over it. I'm not getting over, over it. That it. was a win. Come on. That was you know a many, win. You know how many calls they miss all game? And how many calls they have cost teams uh, calls of cost teams wins in the past? That like that's the first time a referee's ever missed a call. Playing arguably the best team in the league, clearly a shooting foul should have gone to the line, should have exactly. won the game, and these games all count in the standings, Michael. Should have, should have happened many times in the past. Still, we all lived with it and moved on. You know what? Like I still said yesterday in the pregame, Mace, they still had five minutes to win the game. Go yeah, out and win they, the game. And by the way, they checked out yeah, after they got on. after they got hosed. They they just exactly. their body language was bad. They just didn't even. It's like the overtime didn't plus, even happen. Plus, Mace, they made a ton of mistakes in the last fifteen seconds of the game. How about yeah. fouling their the execution guy? Not like take down the stretch? How about not, how about not fouling uh, Jalen Brown on the uh, on the rebound? Come right. on. All right, uh, well, more of this coming up. Uh, John Ireland, Michael Thompson have the call tonight. Uh, Alan Sliwa's got pregame. We're back tomorrow at 1. It'll be me and Momo tomorrow. Andy, thank you very much. Thank you. Talk to you on Thursday. Yep. Mason and Ireland back tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN.